<laughs> All right, welcome to the Monday Night Men's Forum. Uh, I am Matt from Hop Life. This is uh, Men's Forum number 40. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about conspiracy theories later. Uh, we got Chicken Whisperer tonight. How's it going, man? How you doing tonight, guys? Everything's <laughs> well. Dude, you're looking, uh, you're looking pretty fly. You actually have a shirt on. That's weird. I do, actually. It was only not because... Not a shirt. Sorry. Well, I had to go... Uh, get the meds you know so i mean they don't mind if i did because they love me um, they said i was like one of their favorite customers so they don't care but it's respectful <laughs> just for just for people on the audio it's not even a shirt it's a it's a black wife peter but <laughs> it's a tank top i don't know why they call it wife peter well it's in florida i am in florida i guess that is true but you know, there's Florida woman too, and she's violent too, man. I'm telling you, they're there. It's terrible. That's hard. Is it a man or husband beater? It, well, it, it, it definitely could be that, but I think a steel toes is that. <laughs> He's even got a, like, a, like a like a cowboy hat on. I do have my hat on tonight. That is very true, sir. I have come quite fond of this thing. As a matter of fact, I've been thinking about getting a Harley this year. And I was wondering if they had cowboy hat helmets. I was like, there's probably no other way to go. <laughs> they probably do. For hard hats, they actually make a cowboy hard hat for like construction work. So, Well, you know what's dope is here you don't even have to wear a helmet. So it's all just for, you know, whatever shits and giggles. Yeah. 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 It's our, it's our even, new like, horse, right? Stage, like right in front of like all your microgreens and – yeah. Yeah, man, I got this thing hooked up, dude. I'm like, uh, I got my whiteboard right here for any kind of notes. I got all my times going on. I got all my shit going. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, shit. What what kind of what kind of seedlings you got going on here? Looks oh, like man, I got some uh, sunflower up top there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, and these things, they are fucking amazing. They're fucking amazing. I sit there and I pick these fuckers all day. That's why, actually. You see that little dense spot right here? Yeah. And that dense spot right there, that's me. Yeah, I figured that was you. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I sit right here, you know, get the little munchies. I just reach up and pluck, pluck, you know. They're so good. Okay, so these little fuckers. They got, so the sunflowers got A, C, D, F, uh, and 25% protein. So, so right, like microgreens have 25% protein, right? Right, and so they start with kind of a sweet, real fresh taste, right? Like a real good, fresh taste, and they end with the sunflower kind of nutty taste at the end. So, it's almost like you're eating sunflower, except shelled, of course. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, man, I didn't know they're damn good, man. They leave it to them hippies, no shit. <laughs> I uh, I met a guy, um from Instagram a couple weeks ago and he does microgreens. He's been doing it for like 16 years or something, I guess. And yeah. I had a bunch of his sunflower starts and man, they were super tasty. Love Dude, they're, they're great. Listen, if you ever want some, you know, like help on how to start them, how to keep, they're really, you know, they're not that hard. I could walk you through it in probably like 30, 45 minutes. I know you get it. You're a farmer. Fuck. You probably get it quicker than that. <laughs> But, uh, you know, just throwing you the tips and the tricks, you know what I'm saying? And just take a minute to get them all out there because there's some neat tips. And fuck, man, you thought you knew something about growing. But there are so many like seedlings are finicky, you know what I mean? Temperamental. And so yeah. and then there's a volume and it's like a moisture you got to get and then replication of being dug in the dirt, you know, so it's pretty neat. I mean, it's fascinating shit, dude. If it wouldn't have been for growing pot all the years I did, I wouldn't I wouldn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> he was saying that uh humidity has to be controlled pretty tightly because you're trying to grow like ten thousand seeds in a square foot and that's just like nature just doesn't, doesn't want to do that <laughs> well, it, should, it should you know life puts off heat you know life puts off and so you're you're together you know and all of the the tighter you get together the more heat gets generated in these trays right so, you know, that's a, a breeding ground if you don't keep the humidity right. Keep a little air on there. I overshot it because uh, I failed some a couple weeks ago. And I was like, oh, fuck, because I was trying something new. You know how it goes when you try something new. You never know how it's going to go. 
I did it wrong, of course, because when trust it, you know, you fuck it up first, well, 10 or 12 times if you're me. But, uh, you know what I mean? So you finally figured it out. But I was like, oh, no. And then I overcorrected, and I tried it again, and I dried them out. So I had them too wet the first time with not enough airflow and too dry the next time with not enough moisture to start. So it was like, damn. But now I've kind of figured out my my ball game. I'd show you uh, the ones that I just – but I, ha- I got them in dark cycle right now. They're in dark cycle for a little bit. So, and, uh, but these are radish. This back here is, uh, the salad mix. That right there is, a uh, beet. And then this right here is mustard. Wasabi. That's what it tastes like. And then I'm growing these right here. These are special. These are mine. What are they? Those are sunflower. That's sunflower, my dude. Nice. Yeah, that so whole bowl from the top row. Yeah. Like that, yeah, you just eat. So I pinch down just for personal preference. Uh, I mean, when they when they sell you a microgreen, they'll sell you something like that, you know, a lot yeah. of them. But I think it's perfect about right there. And it's like halfway up. Man, yeah, I figure about the way the leaves dangle, about as long as the stalk, you know what I mean? It's right around there, give them about an inch, inch and a half. I think that's about perfect. I think the flavor stays right around in that area. You know what I mean? Mm. So I love it, dude. I didn't know I would, but fuck, I didn't know I was going to love chickens like I did either. So you never know about these things. Take a try. <laughs> so uh, can you, can you share uh, like a personal event, something that happened like the last, you know, over the last weekend, you have like a good Easter weekend, get some stuff done or have a good time with the family. Oh yeah. Kids, uh, the kids had a good time. Uh, my, personal and religious preference we don't do easter but they did easter egg hunt over at the neighbors because they was offered you know we ain't like opposed to the whole thing it's just not our personal celebration sure. and uh, and there's candy involved you know so they went and got some so uh <laughs> why not right but uh no nah, it's a it was good um my dog ate my door that's a personal event dog ate your door mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my female's in heat and so my male Decided he wanted it in my house while uh, I went to the grocery store and ate through a corner of my door. So got to replace some of that. Got some nice new metal, though. It's going to look real good when I'm done. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, shit. Hold on. Google's going off. Google got excited. Oh, I love Google, man. But I'll tell you what. When the acronyms start wanting to fuck with you, they'll just turn that son of a bitch on for no reason at all. It'll just answer questions out of nowhere. It'll answer questions you didn't even ask. And it's like, I feel like that happened during our interview, too. Dude, it does happen, man. Google likes me. What can I say? And then uh, the last, within the last week, maybe this is like another <laughs> conspiracy theory thing. Uh, within the last week, I've got like a Google like Pixel book. It's like a laptop folded over, it's like a tablet thingy. Like yeah. that, that thing's been taking a crap recently. And then so is like my Google home. It's like, I got it set up mostly as like a picture frame. Just, just like a camera roll. Yeah. Shows pictures. That thing's been taking a crap same time. So I don't know. Dude, the networks have been kind of screwy here lately, man. Mine went out for like, I don't know. It was a few days. And when I'd rehook them up through the home thing, cause I got, I got them every fucking where. Cause I'm like, Hey Google all the time. But uh, I don't know. They just wouldn't sync. And all of a sudden, none of them would answer a question. You'd have to go in the app. You'd have to uh, wipe out the network and let it reconnect to the network. And all of a sudden, it'd be like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to do shit. And you know what I mean? So it was for a hot minute. And it finally cleared itself up. Yeah, it's it's a pain in the ass. I uh, So my company's got like – Throughout the company, it's like uh like a four like Friday we had off, and then we had the option of doing you can either take Friday off or take Monday off. Well, I took Friday off, and then halfway through the weekend, my wife was like, "You should just take Monday off." And then so I put in for like a request to just take Monday off too, and so I had a four day weekend. It was really that's nice. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. real nice. I seen you got the railroad ties knocked in there, man. She was boss. That looks good. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, man. I love railroad ties. It yeah, is. And some bitches are heavy, especially if you buy yourself, man. You got to like one side at a time and just kind of like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, damn, I ain't Arnold. I ain't throwing that motherfucker on my shoulder. And, uh, blah, blah, blah. Hell no, I'm going to do it like I a tried. little. Yeah. 
I hear you because we men, we dumb. I get it, but we old at least. I'm getting there, you know. I'm like, hmm, I want to make it to 80 and be in good shape. So I don't think I want to tear nothing apart. I'm gonna do this smart. Yeah. You get that way yeah. later. You see, uh, damn, fuck, Colorado beard. Fucking love that guy. Little Colorado Farms. Oh, uh, Little Pine. Yeah, Little Pine. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I love that fucking guy, dude. He's awesome. Uh, he has some great tweets, dude. I love his little tweets. He's wearing some damn little car hearts. I made fun of him. I was fucking with him. He was like wearing I, him with the car seen, Dude, Twitter has not been working well for me lately. Uh, oh, that sucks. Yeah, like I don't. I see a lot of crap that I don't care about, and nothing that I wanna that I wanna see. So, I uh, I'm gonna try to meet up with with uh, Little Pine this weekend, actually. So I've got. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to like I didn't want to broadcast it in case it doesn't work out. But I was like, eh, screw it, whatever. I can all I can do is try. So yeah. I got a, I got a work trip where I got to fly into Denver and then drive to Cheyenne because he can't fly into Cheyenne. Right, because um, mountain. Well, no, just just Cheyenne's too small. Oh, okay. No, no airport yeah. at all. Well, that's cool. No, uh, I'm that's sure they cool. got like a little regional thingy, but. Yeah, I can't can't fly very well. Anyways, so I gotta get get a rental car, go up to Cheyenne, come back to Denver, and like I extended my trip an extra day because uh, it like saved the company money. Like actually, it did. Like if I flew back Friday, it was like seven hundred fifty bucks. If I fly back Saturday, it's like two hundred fifty bucks. And so I'm like, hey, can I just right. like keep the rental car an extra day or? Get that right, because even with the hotel and the like, rental ain't fucking nothing, yeah. Yeah, and so, so I'm gonna take the extra day and go see him. So I think you should, dude. I think that's dope. That's really yeah. that's really good for us. This is kind of like why I want Discord, though. I mean, I know we do it the live thing, but we could do this in the VC, and you know, everybody kind of shoot the shit and figure out what you know life's going on and how to do shit. And I know at least we're useful. Everybody you talk to, that's what I meant by it's a good network. Everybody you talk yeah. to is useful. They know how to grow shit, do shit, build shit. You know what I mean? You've had them on your yeah. podcast. Uh, so it's like, yeah. yeah, no, I just think it's smart because together we, you know, it, it ain't golf's gulch because we're a bunch of probably half-ass rejects. But nonetheless, it'd be good. <laughs> half-ass rejects. Yeah, I don't, I don't I know about, speak the, for myself. about the, uh, I don't know if I want to take on moderating a, uh, <laughs> A Telegram or a Discord. Um, I, I, I just kind of like to lurk. I like to lurk in all these channels. So I hear you. I hear you. So, but yeah, I don't know, man. I hang out in the spaces to kick lefties around. Sometimes the woke. You know what I mean? When you're running the woke, you got to kick them around because it's just fun. But uh, you know, other than that, it's like uh, I don't know. I just been working on a little micro buddy and. Uh, Grinding it out, man. Uh, quit smoking cigarettes. <laughs> you quit smoking cigs? Yeah, absolutely. Um, How's that use going? these things. I use these things if I get desperate, but most of it is uh, on a patch. You know, I've been in three months now almost. So, gotcha. Nice. Uh, Good for you, man. That's hard. No, listen. It's it's wild, dog. It's wild. I tell you how wild it is, but not on camera. But later on, when you live, I'll tell you what's going on. Besides that, too. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna save myself a little note here. Ask about quitting cigarettes. Okay. I'll save that for later. It's been good. No, it's been good. <laughs> what's so, been going uh, on in your world? Oh, go ahead. That's right. You got to ask questions. I'm sorry. Shit. Well, we're just we're just kind of just getting into whatever, like um, oh, cool. conspiracy theory stuff. Like yeah. I, I used to I used to do a conspiracy theory podcast with a couple of friends and we don't do it anymore because I was the only one that wanted to keep going, which is fine. I, I like doing I like doing the farm hop life thing. So but I still like have a I have a secret love for conspiracy theories sure. because it's like, dude, it is so, some of them are just like off the wall, make no sense yeah. or they're like, okay. Okay. What's your craziest one? But what's my craziest one? Yeah. You know, like that you, that you were like, not even necessarily that you believe, but you almost hope is real, 
or like you feel like could be real, even if you don't have the proof? What's the wildest one you have any wandering stock in? Man, I'm gonna have to think about that one. I did not come prepared for that question. No, I'll give you mine. Agartha. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. Agartha. What's that? Hollow Earth. Hollow Earth? Yeah, Agartha, dude. It's it's dope. It's a dope theory. Uh, yeah, it's a dope theory. I don't care. I don't, you know, but it's dope. Admiral Bird, you know, in Antarctica and shit. That's fire. Eric the Red is attached to that. No shit. Huh. So that whole that. theory. Yeah, that whole theory. Eric the Red. Mm-hmm. The latest thing that I found was uh, this 432 hertz thing. Have you heard about this? Yeah, 432. It's the healing frequency. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. music used to be played at 432 hertz, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, I, I'm just getting into it. So, I, okay. I don't so, know they do it at 440 right now. All your, all your mainstream music's done at 440, and it's a distortion tactic, right? So, nature is 432. That's natural. That's the natural frequency in the environment. So that's nature's environment. So when you hear music, that's the natural. Like your voice will only get that kind of like 432. So only that, that's the natural. 440 is distortive. If you look at that guy, uh, what's his name? Dr. Emato, Dr. Emito. Fuck, I don't know. A lot of pot ago. But uh, the guy that did, when you spoke to water and he froze it and flash froze it, when you spoke like love, or hate, or you, you used certain words, the crystallization of the, the water would form into either some beautiful geometric shapes that were perfect and naturally formed, or these distorted and, and broken up things that were like unnatural, right? Depending on what words you used, which leads to the whole frequency designation, right? So you're made up of what? How much percent water? Most. Right. So just imagine if a frequency was running all the time to distort your water. Now, electroconductivity, neurological conductivity, all done in the fashion of, you know, how electricity would run. Right. So your water is like what your conductor. I mean, so if it's distorted, how are you? If it's frazzled, how are you? So it's just a simple poke. It's a poke in the. They can't make it anything too obvious in the world of deception and propaganda and control. They don't make it that obvious and they don't need to because it's not just a one, dude. It's a bunch of mosquitoes. It's a bunch of bees. It's a bunch of pokes. And that's what it is. It ain't got to be one. It's not a punch in the face. You know, if it's a punch in the face, you could be like, hey, motherfucker, you hit me. And then you can scrap about it. But if you're, you know, going through a subway and somebody bumps into your elbow, you don't know. You look over, there's three motherfuckers right there. You don't even know who did it, especially if they ain't paying no attention. You know, if they ain't looking at you and it looks like nobody sees what they did. You're like, oh, it must have been an accident. How many of those are you going to have? Right. How frustrated you going to be? Hmm. Clap, clap, clap. Thank you. <laughs> what were we talking about, like fluoride in the water or the Fauci algaes? No, the uh, healing frequency, 432 hertz. Because that could have been applied to, you know, fluoride in the water or, you know, the other thing. Well, the Fauci Ouchie was more of a, so that was a uh, this, okay? So you're, you're the wheat and the chaff at that moment. Yeah. Okay, so where is the line? How many? What's your percentage? Where are they? This all wasn't very difficult to figure out. By migration patterns, by job hiring and firing patterns. Who gave you unemployment when they fired you for the jab? They knew when you wasn't working, right? Yeah. So how do you count a percent other than make people make a decision? They need to know how many people they're going to have to deal with. Who will say no? Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Clap, clap, clap again. Welcome, Grant. Hey. It's been a long day, but a wonderful day. Let's hear it. That's I, a personal event. Well, it, it, my personal event was the plant sale at school. And I could probably ramble on this for about 30 minutes. Um, but got there 7 o'clock this morning. And then I didn't sit down till 5 o'clock on the way home. Oh, so, you were selling plants? 
Uh, well, yeah, it was our school plant sale. So this past semester, we have propagated, oh, wow. you know, all kinds of everything. And um, we had about two greenhouses full. Um, there's a video of it in the um, Telegram. I don't know if I have any um, pictures of it right now, but it was full. We had, there's one, two, three, four... 14 like green like industrial size greenhouse tables full of plants and okay, then, like, yeah. like 75 80 hanging baskets oh, and, wow. uh, and half the hanging baskets came from plants i brought in it's tradescantia it's a wandering jew variety um i brought them in their house plants and i sold about half i sold about all every single one of them this That's one, awesome. I, this one I specifically got from my from my grandma, and um, hers died because. But she had left it outside for three years. She didn't she didn't do anything to it. She didn't bring it inside to overwinter it. But I got a couple droppings from it, and then I propagated them in December, and then by January we got a mother plant, and then we I kind of gave it a huge haircut, and then we propagated those in four packs, and then put those four packs in hanging baskets, and they're they're probably maybe two and a half feet long. If you were to measure, wow. they were crazy. Wow. And then I, every single time I'd kind of tell that story to them, they'd say, "Well, I, now I just have to buy one." I probably sold four thousand dollars worth of plants today. Wait, so is that, is that for you, or is that fundraiser for That's the school? school fundraiser. It, it's for the school. So you would think that money would go back to our program, but no, it gets dipped into by the health program, the cosmetic program. So. It's kind of question. Yes. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just wondering how much you think you'd have made if that had been for you. That'd have been for me. Probably about six thousand dollars. So just saying, maybe haircuts are due for some other plants, like that plant or that plant. I would just say cut them again. Oh yeah. And so, it's time for you. Exactly. So I have I have all the mother plants that they came from. I provided all the mother plants. I took several uh, from there. I took some spider plants. I took others that we had propagated from that for myself. Um, it's kind of a big, you know, it's like talk about cheap labor. I mean, we worked the greenhouse for six months. And we worked, we worked the greenhouse for basically a whole semester. We come in, we get, we had colas, we had begonias, we had ivy geraniums, geraniums, we had sun patients, we had, um, verbena, we had zinnias, we had pretty much anything you'd plant in the summer. That's your regular stuff, right. and and um, all of it we they ordered from cuttings, super easy. The only thing I would need to do that is a greenhouse, and then a way to market right. it and sell it. So that's that's pretty much it. But we had we sold about sixty percent of the two greenhouses today. We'll know the number. We'll know the full number tomorrow. But I'd say we probably moved twelve thousand dollars today. And I bet you I moved half of it. What was your volume? Um, like you talking about quantity of plants? No, your customer intake. Oh, uh, it was huge. We had people waiting there at seven in the morning. Okay. We didn't open till eight, and then a couple people just came in at seven thirty. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you to leave. It's not my job. <laughs> so no, I, just, I, I just, kept, I just kept working past them. Um, the, the one thing is though that they don't teach you again in this program is how to market, how to, how to actually get customers and sell the plants you grow. They teach you how to grow them all day long, even though it's kind of, um, old well, school. I'll tell you, they did use a marketing. So they used the marketing scheme that went along with, uh, so like, it's the same way they try to get you when you got an upline and you got teams and you're trying to build teams. Right. So they go to you and they tell you to tell your friends, and he did, didn't you? You told yeah. all your relatives and friends, hey, my school's going to be selling plants. Yeah, but no, And then no, they no. told their friends. Right. So they used y'all kind of pyramid scheme, like, but, you yeah, know, it's they, not. They, um, did have the, they did have the school's marketing program, put it in the, yeah. the county newspaper on the front page. And then they had the, it's a, again, it's like a government funded school. It used to be private. They went government to get the, you know, the money. More money. Yeah. So again, it was fun. I had a blast. I came in, I was just swooping in, selling people plants, and then leaving my classmates to carry them out the door. Dude, that's <laughs> well, dope. That's dope. Well, I had so much fun. It was great. 
Um, I even sold all the plants I had set aside for myself. Uh, but I took, I told them I'm going to take cuttings off of them before I give them to them. They were all fine with it because they were the last ones of each one. That's dope, man. Nice. That's cool. We got a lot of respect that way. That's nice. You're figuring out your sales on your own. They yeah, you had, you that. yeah, they're not going to teach you how to how to succeed. Yeah, I hear you. There's a thing, you know, sales is, uh, I don't know, it's pretty easy when people want to buy what you got. True. It, it, it really is. When they come in with an open wallet and an empty checkbook, you, I pretty much talked them into a whole bunch of stuff they didn't need. And I just told them, like, look, It'll, it'll look pretty. If you kill it, it'll right. you kill it. But with a lot of stuff that I, I was pretty much selling, I was like, look, don't get this cheap annual crap. I hate annuals. It's like, ah. But I was pushing the sun patients. I was pushing the geraniums. I was pushing the begonias because you can bring those inside and you can overwinter them. Well, let me tell you one winning thing you did right away. I can tell you in your conversation, it was a smart move on your part. You alleviated their guilt right away because you told them, don't worry about it. If you kill it, you kill it. Because immediately they're thinking in their head, they don't vocalize this shit, but they're thinking in their head, oh, I'm not good with the plant. I'm not going to, it might die. I'm going to, yeah. And, and they would tell me that. And then I would, yeah. with the hanging baskets, oh, I'm not good with hanging baskets. And then I just went on the whole thing like, well, this one's outside for the last three years at my grandma's house. And she didn't bring it inside. She just put it under the carport. And they were asking, well, it takes shade. I have this, I have that. Said, you know what? Get it, and if it just pay attention, if the leaves start burning, you might want to move it somewhere else and then just get something else. But I had so much fun. It was me and this I one older lady, Cleta. She did, I let her handle the tomatoes because um, she was doing her internship in the greenhouse. What are they? Semester. Tomatoes, tomatoes. tomatoes. I, I heard tomatoes, <laughs> yeah. Um. But people like we had right. So the teacher, when we started the seeds, he takes the seed packet and kind of just shakes it over a tray of dirt and wets it down. I think that is the dumbest way to start seeds. I because you basically create twice the work. Because then you gotta get be extremely careful with them, dig them up, and then repot them in something else. Completely stupid. Um, but he didn't cover them. He didn't put plastic wrap or like anything over it to keep the humidity in. So they'd grow, they'd get too dry, they'd die. They'd grow, get too dry, get too wet, and then die. And then like, and then this could have been avoided completely if you just covered them up. And I mean, it's even yeah. in our lesson plan, cover them up. And then you we had to a, sweat. Yeah, we, we, and then there was a rat problem. I'm like, cover them up. You know what I mean? And then so we had to start we had to start tomatoes like four times. I'm like, like I'm not touching the tomatoes. I don't know what variety of tomatoes we have. I don't want to deal with the old people and their tomatoes. So I just stole the I just sold the selling uh decorations, decorational plants. Yeah, yeah. Decorative de you know what? Decorative's got decorative talks to money. Food talks to people that want to eat. Yeah. So, you know, different case scenario. Yeah, and uh, like specifically, this one lady was asking um, for plants, and I, I started, I started asking, "Well, what do you want to do with them?" You know, I was like, "I can't." What do you want to do with them? And then they're like, "She wants to put it outside her house so they can get it on the market." I'm like, "Okay, what's your time period? Are they are they gonna be? Are you gonna be trying to do this in the winter? What like fall? What do you need?" And then like, is it this month? Is it like if it's this month, you can do some short annuals. That as long as you keep them pinched, they'll look beautiful over open house. But I kind of shot them on some, I think a six sun patients and then four hanging baskets. So that was that's perfect. You did great. And our prices hey. were about they could have been six dollars more than what they were for some of the hanging baskets. Right, right. you could have you could have milked them. I yeah. tell you on that next moment, okay, when you're trying to assess right and you see how confused they are right and they're just kind of guesstimating they're just nah and they're looking for thin air stuff ask them what color their house is okay so you yeah. know what colors you're working with you know what i'm saying what color is your house you got some trees by there what color do they get in the autumn what you know how quick do they bloom in the spring yeah get their colors okay because then you make their decision for them this will look great what's your walk look like okay so you got to walk this will look amazing going right down the walk draw the picture for them Especially when they say they're real estate, okay? When it's real estate, this is what you do. 
for the eye value, you get the landscape. And then when you remodel, it's the bathroom and the kitchen. That's what you do. So you ask them about that. They're willing to spend on that iPod. You always yeah. remember that. Yeah. And so that's that's one thing that I'm hopefully going to be learning next semester in floral design is kind of color patterns and how to really match the color to make it, you know, really come with the person. And the guy who we're going to be doing it with, he's like a New York teacher. He's got like doctor. He's a very impressive man compared to our current teacher who's just an old row crop farmer. Um, and hey, man. Hey, man. Listen, farming ain't fucking bad, dude. It's amazing. It's amazing. No, it's, it's good. I've learned a lot more from the teacher's life than I have learned from the curriculum. Which, I hear you. That's fair. Which is equally as good. But the curriculum, I come into that kind of wanting to learn more about horticulture. I hadn't. I already pretty much knew everything we we went over or we're going right. to go over before I even went in. We were learning more about like pest management, but that's just pesticides. So, no, don't do that. No, 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 don't do that. Use diatomaceous earth. Okay, that's another one. Neem, yeah, diatomaceous earth is fucking amazing. Okay, and just neem like, and well, neem and then some dawn, right? So you take your spray bottle, you put your cap full of neem, you put a drop or two of dawn in there. Wow. Now don't shake that motherfucker, but go like this right here, kind of mix right. it up. You know what I'm saying? And use that, and the dawn's gonna help it coat. And yeah. keep in mind, it's only kind of a flavor aid. So here's a mix. It works. It's it's non toxic. It's it's not bad. It's it's kind of organic, sorta. Yeah. So uh, right. It's, it's not pesticides. I think right. Bingo. The only the only time I used pesticides was actually today. I got home. I look at my my onions, and these onions are bunching onions. They're a heirloom variety of bunching onions from Thompson, Georgia. And I'm like, okay. I don't feel like dealing with these aphids. I tell you, my green onions were solid black. So I right. just went and I just dumped a whole bottle of seven dust on them. I'm gonna kill the aphids, and then more I'm gonna cut the onions in the ground, and then burn the leaves. I'm like, I don't feel like dealing with it. I I do not have time this week. But again, I don't plan on eating those onions anytime soon. I'm just using them to divide and spread and make more. No, you good. No, fantastic. It took me it took me six months just to just to get a hold of them. Hey, yeah. Make sure you keep them alive. Don't don't hurt them too bad. Yeah. Uh, it's just powder. Well, okay, take this up. No, it's true. But, well, you know, we've all done a little powder back in our day and our younger years. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. So, uh, serious business, though. You take a gallon jug of water, right? Go down, get the cheapest, nastiest chewing tobacco you can find. You just take a little quarter of that. You drop it in that water. About three days, man. Every day you come by and you shake it up just a little bit and kind of stir it. So, you're kind of soaking the nicotine out of that. So, you're getting yeah. nicotine in the water. Can okay. you do it in pop tobacco? Uh, I now, I don't know. Old man told me chew, so he was probably because he had it in his pocket. So it could be pipe tobacco, but you might want to watch the flavor. That's why I said the raw, natural, just cheapest, nasty, whatever chew, just tobacco Cause, straight. Because I, I have, I've got plenty of that. Watch your flavor. If it's straight tobacco, I'd try it. Fuck it. Okay. I mean, it's broke up, so you might put it in like a tea bag or something you could seal, yeah. and then drop it in there and shake that motherfucker around instead of having it all kind of work where you, it's going to be flaky and shit. But yeah. then you take a, a half ounce of uh, alcohol. You can either use – you can use isoperbolate because it dries off and you water it and it don't, you know, do nothing. You know, or you can get some uh, 170 proof. But either way, have, alcohol yeah, is what you need. I got right? quartz of moonshine. <laughs> so, and you just take a little half ounce and put it in that motherfucker, dude, and you shake that shit up in there. And by day three, it's a potent killer. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and it, I mean I it'll it. kill. Because yeah, it's natural. That, uh, that honestly sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm probably gonna use that this year. No, that's that's horticulture, dog. Don't let them teach you fucking. You know, think yeah. of yourself. Uh, if you're gonna be a doctor, right? What kind of doctor you want to be? You want to give the one that gives that poison ass pill crap, or do you want to be a homeopath? Exactly. One that learns about your patient and learns them from from top to bottom, whole body health, right? Mind health, emotional health, health, right? Right. So that's that's what you want to do. So be that guy. Don't be the motherfucker to learn how to just dose up some shit till a motherfucker act right. You're yeah. going to hurt your food that way. Yeah. I love this guy. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. I, hey, and I'm going to grab me some I can still hear y'all, though. Y'all talk. Okay. So, I, look, I did, Matt, you're going to give me crap. I fixed my camera last week, but my room is a mess. So you're not going to see me yet. I don't even care anymore. 
<laughs> no, but again, ask Chris. It's fixed. He saw me. Um, but yeah, like one thing I would say our class is is basically just big agriculture propaganda. Um, use pesticides, use fertilizer, use uh, herbicides, use growth regulators. All this stuff is like, I don't want to use any of this. So, again. So, do they give you a failing grade if you don't use it, according to the book? I mean, they're not going to know. I mean, I've got to take tests on how to apply it and all that. But you got to learn dosage rates so they don't kill nobody. Pretty much. And then. It's, it's just kind of it's it's redundant because I'm like, look, I don't want to use this, never gonna use it, but I've got to get it to get my piece of paper so I can seem accredited and smart. No, I hear you. No, so I, you do what you got to do, man. I'm just telling you, no, they wrong. Oh, they're definitely they're absolutely wrong. They're a lot with so much that they do, um, and the thing is, they know they're wrong because you yeah. go to. Because you go to look at it, they're oh they're they're trying to you know do region agriculture with you know tractors the size of my house. You can't do regenerative agriculture with this with tractors the size of my house, and just just because it's no till. Okay, yeah, you're not tilling the ground, but you're putting a tractor on it the size of my house. Yeah, no, man, and and that's not the way to go, anyways. You want to rebuild the soil, not just. And besides, until they're talking permaculture, until they're talking water storage, until they're talking stop the runoff, until they're talking that shit, they ain't talking shit. Yeah, you know, I mean, they 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 just blah blah. You know what I mean? I can't I can't stand big farm. Big farm is big pharma in a in a corn stalk. Yep, yep. It's. It's what it is. A lot of it tailors to landscaping, and what comes with landscaping is like your average American lawn that was sold to just, you know, I don't know why. I look, I like a well maintained front yard. I love cutting grass. I love the smell of cut grass. But you need to have most of your yard be used for something. We used to do that. I mean, you know, we used to, that's how we used to run. It was the fucking rich people that got to be compete with each other over lawns and shit. They had too much money, not enough sense. Yeah. And uh, then we fucking poor wanting to keep up with the Joneses started emulating that. And then we let yeah. them make laws against motherfuckers doing it. Yeah. You know, wild dog. Why my whole front yard dug up and last year it was all planted. My focus is here. I've got my tomatoes in. I had a personal event happen that threw off my whole planning schedule. But I got these bad boys uh, growing fuck uh, now, constantly. Are those um, microgreens? Micro okay. Do you grow microgreens for personal use or market? Market. I got uh, a little bit. Of, I, I'd hold up my card, but it's got my little personal number on it. And right. I just don't know the audience like that. We ain't even with the dinner or nothing yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's look there that's one of the dozens of things I wanna at least try my my luck at. That from from that to mushrooms to bees to everything. Pick one. No yeah. shit. Yeah, pick one. And and after you get that, expand. True. I, I feel like my I feel like microgreens and mushrooms can go hand in hand. I feel like you're better off using microgreens to fund mushrooms later than you are using mushrooms to fund microgreens. Because yeah, that's gonna be like harder. Because I, yeah, I, I like, like you said, what I'm gonna do start with is a market vegetable garden with like a tunnel house. I was trying to get a 44 by 100, but the guy would never message me back. It was like it was 44 feet wide, 100 feet long. I'm like. Holy crap, I could get this and I could just start. But he never How much work are you willing to put into building this thing? I mean, we're not there yet. We're not to where I can actually build it yet. Like go outside every day when I get home and build it. But again, if I had it, I could have just thrown it up and then started. You got a truck? No, I have a SUV. I need a truck. How many pallets can you fit in the back of that SUV? I can hook up my trailer. Okay. You know what you do? Get on Craigslist and go find pallets. You'll probably need, depending on how big you want it, uh, you know, 10 to 12. You know what I'm saying? I've and already build, got 60 pallets. Oh, motherfucking shit. You got a barn, dog. Okay, yeah, listen. Exactly. That's exactly. that shit down. Now, just here's what you do. After you line your framework there, man, use PVC. And and then two boards cross top. Boop, boop. That's it. That's it. Uh, I made and then it plastic that motherfucker. It's do cheap. You know, do you what an IB, do know what an IBC toad is? Yeah, of course. The little plastic fuckers. 
Yeah, I, I've got fifty-four of them in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I, I, I get a warehouse and, and I, I get I get hooked up. I have eighty-seven garden beds that were that are made out of those IBC totes. I cut them in half and yeah. I plant in them. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I mean that's but see that's what you do. Urban farmers are the next generation. We have to migrate with the times too. Like land is impossible, so you got to work with what you got. In order to work it right, you got to use every scrap of it and i mean it's just it's wild to me that i see some of these guys trying to do it like traditional farmers on their personal farm and i'm thinking to myself the fuck are you doing man that's not enough land for nothing like that like what are you even thinking and it's like your nooks your crannies your shadows your buildings all of them can be your friend or your enemy just depending on how you use them you know what i mean put the coop in the shade you know put the rabbits in the shade you know uh use the broadside anything to catch light appropriately you know it's like you gotta start figuring on that how you catch your water run your water store your water you know it's that's that's the way to do these things in a smart way so you're doing it smart man by using what the urban environment enables us with yeah because i can i can pretty much go get as many pallets as i want my big problem is having a truck which hopefully i'm trying to get actually trying to get a job at school as level one maintenance which is basically yeah. Lawn care with full benefit. So as soon as I can get that, work that for six months, I'm gonna get me a truck. Uh, yeah. But uh, like one thing I think that the side I, hustle is gonna work better for you. So you put your time oh, to oh, into that. It is, and that's one thing. We're we don't have the space where we're at right now. Um, but we're we're on we're in the process. So we're trying to buy my great grandmother's house back from my aunt. But her husband never put it through probate when he died. Like, so it was a quick claim deed from his mom to him. And so it, he didn't, he didn't want sole survivorship. So it went to his sons and then he's his second wife. So it's got to go through probate, right? It's in probate right now, about 20 years after he died. So, Oof. so we're going to, so the, it's going to have to get split up and then we're going to have to buy it from his sons, but his sons are mentally not able to take care of themselves. So it's okay. going to have, so his, his mother and her sister, you know, she has both sons that, that she's Holy mother. Shit. It, it's It can probably blow up in everybody's face, but the court, she, has, a psychopath? she might be, I think so. Okay. All right. um, so, so they always are really, but it can um, definitely happen. <laughs> yes. So what's, what's really happening is the court is a, is um, letting them know that it's going to be sold and then appoint them an advocate so they will do what's best for the boys, which is fine. If it doesn't happen, because it's again, they're family. I have nothing against them. Um, but again, if the if that happens and we don't get it, then that's when I will go full gorilla gardener and just throw down everything i have waiting right where i am um, yeah. so it, it's it's really just kind of a waiting game and i'm not exactly pressed for time because i don't have any of it right now because i've taken yeah. you know full classes just trying to get graduated and then i can but you continue. learned a lot in this sale so that's really what's important uh, you didn't learn sale, shit else you learned a lot about this oh yeah the, the sale the sale gave me the only true aspect of doing what I want to do. Like I can grow, I can grow it. I can grow anything. It's, it's how I would interact with those people. And I did, I did great. I did phenomenal. I I can, I've been horse trading for like the past year, just various things here and there. Um, but really in a market aspect, selling stuff, right. I, I shined like I thought I would. And I love it. Okay. That's real. I'm proud of you, man. That's awesome. Thank, Hell yeah, thank you. Five. Shit, go ahead, bro. We didn't, you're the host. We done fucked it all up, man. <laughs> We're gonna keep rolling with uh, with this. Uh, I look, that's good. What have you guys planted this year? What have you? What have I already? planted? Well, I can't name. South, so you're way way ahead of me. I haven't planted anything but one thing, and I cannot tell you what that is. Right, I hear you. No, that's yeah. fair. Poppies, <laughs> so um, I've I've randomly thrown out. Some I know speed. that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've randomly thrown out some, some seeds for my tropical, um, what do you call them? My tropical morning glories. 
I just I had a bag of about six hundred seeds, and I just <coughs> threw them, I just threw them out. If they grow, they grow. Um, I really again haven't had time to plant anything. I've just kind of been maintaining what I have. Um, I had about I had gotten last year. I had bought seventeen uh, hibiscus trees from Lowe's. They were like twenty six dollars. I got them for a dollar twenty six piece. Right. Um, they're they're coming back out. So I pruned them up, added dirt to them. They're looking good. I'm gonna try to yeah. throw them on marketplace and sell them for twenty bucks. Yes. And then just kind of just kind of maintaining, keeping stuff. One thing I've been doing this year is just uh, buying wholesale bulbs from nurseries that don't want them anymore. Like I got yeah. 264 paper whites for 11 cents instead of $2. Yeah. Okay. Um, really, I haven't really done a whole lot gardening. I'm probably just going to end up direct sowing all my seeds um, instead of start doing starts inside, which is fine. I hear you. I don't know, man. I, I walked away from growing for a long time. And when I started outside, that was great. But, I love this. This is great. Oh, yeah. Every day I wake up, they're right there. I can water them. I love on them. I talk to them. They're beautiful. I eat them. I eat the shit out of these sunflowers. And uh, now they're great, man. It really is good. Yeah, because the first, year, the first year I grew, I just direct sowed in the ground. Every single seed I put in the ground came up. And nah. I was like, whoa. And then next year I got some small seed trays. I started inside. I went from eight raised beds to 12 raised beds to last year. I started with 53 raised beds. Hell yeah. And then this year I'm starting with 87 raised beds and they don't, they're not all open for gardening, but like, cause I, I've, I'll, I'll acquire, I acquire a lot of plants with intentions of using them later. Like for the bulbs, I kind of went heavy in on the bulbs because honestly I was bored and I just needed something to kind of take my mind off things. So sure. I just buying bulbs because, I mean, the amaryllis, I got 50-something amaryllis. And in a year, those 50-something amaryllis will probably be 300 amaryllis just because nice. just because they grow all, they grow new shoots. They grow babies. Right. Um, I need to learn more about propagating. Seems like you're the damn propagating master. I might uh, end up following that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's easy. It's super easy. Like, you just take a, so take a house plant. You cut it up and you put it in dirt. If it dies, it dies. Start over. I mean, it, it's it's. If it's like I do five hundred, you'll get three hundred, and everything will be fine. Yeah, um, and so like really, and start with something easy like your trade scantias. You can't kill them. You don't really even need root hormone. Um, you can just like the wandering Jew. We took your some of your regular purple heart and racisms. Exactly. <laughs> um, we just took that and then uh. Just put them in hanging baskets and stuff that you would consider like a weed, and because uh, yeah. in some yards because they'll, they'll grow prolifically in the summer. And then uh, That's we dope. Went, yeah, and then um, I went like with the bulbs, like the amaryllis is they'll grow like five or six um, offshoots, and then we could always just separate them, split them, they'll grow more, and then if we want, we can sell the whole bulbs. So. Um, Getting into seeds and shit is awesome, man. Everybody needs to know how to get seeds. I'm still struggling with some of that. I've done good with my amaranth because, uh, like, it just turns brown and then they like, ready because it's, like, wheat. And you just take and shake that shit around like a voodoo lord or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the shit goes everywhere and then they grow. It's, like, that's literally how easy that is. It's amazing. Yeah. I got amaranth. That's one thing with amaryllis is I haven't, I haven't tried to start seeds with perennial bulbs yet. But that's one thing. I don't think they have a good germination rate. I think, you know, kind of separating their offshoots and stuff is better. But I'll be right back. I've got to go take care of something, and then I'll be right back. All right. All right. Um, how often do you sell your microgreens? Like, you go to the market oh. every week? Well, I'm going to try this new market this week uh, with my buddy. I'm going to try as an offshoot section, but I'm trying to get with him because he's got this great big food festival he's already got a table at that I can't get into. <laughs> So, so it like he made real good money there last year. Off of him, yeah. yeah. You know, a, I mean, my boy gonna let me, right? You know, what I'm saying, I was like, hey, how much you pay for that? Hey, I split that cost. You let me put my little table with my banner and my my little greens in here. It's like, yeah, I could do that. I was like, fuck yeah, boy. So nice. uh, now it's good. And then I got okay, so I got a distributor down, uh, well, retailer, whatever, uh, down in Melbourne. And so you know, it's like I'm growing like that. And I was 
looking to get into a few of the markets around here and I was going to kind of alternate through them. But come to find out, them boys are, you better know somebody. Some of them are old school, you know. But here's what they can't stop me from doing. What I learned from down there going to Melbourne is if I go to markets and I have a good product, I can find somebody to retail if I cut them a wholesale price. So if I piggyback off of him and me and him do these markets, I'll be fine with that. I can handle that. And I really want to build a delivery area over the next few months. So, like, I want a weekly reoccurring service for them. They just got to order a little bit, and I'll just come drop it yeah. off. Bring the farmer's market to your house, honey. So, it's just, I don't know, man. I'm just going to grow from there. Yeah. All just, I can do like is keep on growing. Model. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I got goals. I got a cute little damn logo. All the logos. Fucking boss. Cover up the damn little. Bam. I don't know That's if you can see what. So is that? That's my little guy right there. Ah, oh, he's so cute. He's adorable. Is he like a like a, a uh... oh man? Is he like a scarecrow or something? Or what is? No, man. He's like he's a, a little micro green buddy. He's in the ground. He's coming up out the ground. Got the little micro green at the top of the hat. I had a buddy, we sat around, we kicked it in the VC for about three hours, man. We were like, okay, like this, let's try this, and let's put this there, and let's work like this. I came up with that, man. I got to give, yeah, man, her name's Tiny. She's fucking awesome, dude. She she did beast-ass work. Looks great on my banner. My banner looks phenomenal. When uh, yeah. them girls was printing up them cards, you know, and I went down there to pick them up, all of them was like, he's so cute, he's so adorable, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Because, see, apparently my market, uh, according to what I've studied, is 35 to 50-year-old women. Hmm. So it needed to be cute. And You're talking about business cards? There you go. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking today on my, way home, on my way home, I need to go print just some plain, regular white business cards to hand them out to people so they have my name and number. Because... I get tired of writing it down. Um, I know well, that's I not a business card. That's a contact card, and call it as such, because they expect more out of a business card. Okay. So don't, if you do that, if you call it a business card and you give them that, they're going to look at you like you don't know what you're doing. Okay, so call get, it a contact card. All righty. That sounds, that sounds even contact. better. Right. Um, so this is my contact information, so you can always get a hold of me and you know do it like that. Exactly. But business cards are powerful. Don't neglect those. Yeah, because this, la- this lady uh, – she came to a mom sale last year and she got sold out and I ended up talking to her and um, she was, she was rebuilding. She bought a bed and breakfast and she was redoing it, but then it burnt down. It was like an old historic place and they were completely rebuilt it to original specs. And then um, insurance and then she, money. <laughs> and, then, and then she was talking about, uh, you know, everything she's doing over there. She's wanting to get goats. I'm like, well, I've got goats just so happens. I bought four of them for, uh, no five for a hundred dollars a piece. And these things, okay. and then I turned around and sold one of them. The, the, he was the, the sire to the two, to the two, to the three bucks. I took okay, him right. and I turned around and I sold him to a, a farm that runs 50 head of goats. And I forgot how many head of, head of, head of cows. And then they also do market flowers for $400. <laughs> and then, and then I turn around, and uh, I, I was gonna sell her one, and uh, she was fixing to go on vacation. She was, she was, she was re- already sold it. All she had to do was call me, and I would have sold it. But uh, she lost my information, so I found him on Facebook, and they added me, and I told her to uh, take my. And I saw her today, and I'm like, she has a very, very recognizable face. And I saw her again today. I'm like, are you the lady that owns the bed and breakfast? And she's like, I am. Are you the one I talked to about the goats? And I said, I sure am. And I still have some if you're interested. <laughs> and then I, I, I told her I'd give her my number again because I I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off, but I was getting stuff done. And uh, right. wrote down my name and number work. while she was checking out. And then I helped them load up her truck. She loaded up the whole bed of her truck and back seat with plants. Right. And then uh, with landscape plants. And then she came back to get some vegetables and she got like a or cement and basil. 
and I she was checking out again, and I told her, give me a call or shoot me a text, and um, I've got a whole bunch of mint from my great-grandmother's house, and then I'll give you some. It's because right. it, it's, it's pineapple mint. It's like fuzzy applewood mint. It's been at the house for probably 70 years. Wow. Okay. And, and wow. I got I had the I got the last bit of it, and I ended up taking it from like one little cup to it's now in three raised beds full of just mint. That's and, good. Nice. Because, I, because I don't want it to go anywhere, and it's great in tea. It's it makes a fantastic tea. Yeah. It's very it's good for you too. And uh, and then she says she sure will. So hopefully, uh, she'll contact me, and uh, I can I can do something. Can I said I've got more than ghosts now. I've got flowers. I've got, I've got all kinds of stuff that you might want to have and add to, to your bed and breakfast. I think that's amazing. I think it's a great idea. And yeah, always be the guy that supplies the one who has to dig the hole because you far do far less work, <laughs> and they're gonna sell yeah. the job. Yeah, but here's the thing: if I can be the one that sells them the plant and then digs the hole, that's a whole nother thing. Hey, somebody dig the hole. You got to talk your time to cost value ratio. And it's about a look. You know what I'm saying? There's a certain look. And you want to be the uh, facilitator, not the doer. Get you a good doer. Let him have a sidekick. And you don't even worry about the sidekick. You deal with the doer. Pay him a decent wage and you'll get all your work done. I've I've already found I already found who I want to. uh, Because, again, I want to have pretty much a landscape crew to go with um, everything because we're going to be doing landscaping plants trees shrubbery sticking to like a more native stuff and then right. i've already got who i want because i don't really care to to run a lawn crew but i already know somebody who's doing lawn care who might do good doing that we'll just see how things play out but i'm yeah i'm making connections well, there's a lawn crew and then there's landscapers now you're talking two different that's apples and oranges thing so the same guys that cut the yard are they going to be the same guys you get dig the hole and are you going to sell them on a cut yard or are you just going to sell them on let me fix up the way it looks now those are two different rackets you know what i'm saying unless you've grown into that's your overall business but it's not your overall business is plants and the look and the face now i yeah. definitely understand the landscapers in the sense of like let me dig the whole design, how this goes here. You pour the rock here, uh, Pablo, whatever you got to do. Right. But not, I'm going to cut your yard unless you yeah, have a separate, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, think yeah, about it, it like that and then separate yeah, it in your mind. Use, so you focus. Yeah. And I would use pretty much the same people to do both. Grant, I, listen to the, uh, to the last interview I did is, uh, name is Kenny, uh, Chiarelli or something like that. Yeah. Um, so he went into business with uh, he, they were going to do like a lawn care and then transition to like landscaping and like have like more gardens. But his That's business partner want. couldn't let go of the lands like of like the lawn care part. And so they they separated their they separated uh, his business partner still just does the mowing. And Kenny does all of like the landscaping and garden stuff. And what mm-hmm. he also does is that he has a nursery. And so if you're part of his like uh, gardening, uh, yeah. like, you know, he's got, he only has like 12 clients and it's like a right. plenty of, work. you don't need a whole lot. Yeah. You don't need a whole lot. Because those, clients, those clients get a discount on his nursery. So he's selling them the plants. Yeah, yeah, which, which is pretty much exactly what I want to do. My yeah, give it a long term, My long-term goal is to have a storefront where I can have, you know, basically be like a super center for anything gardening or horticulture. Be able I bet to you're going to like design. You know what? I bet you, you might have that plan, but I bet you're going to like design. I bet you're going to go out to their property. You're going to see what they're talking about. Oh, yeah. You're going to be like, I got this thing. I bet, I bet you're going to get in the field quite more than you think, buddy. Oh, I, no, bet you. I love it. But but like one thing is be able to, to be able to sell the landscaping materials because as much landscaping material that I've bought, they don't make it themselves. They buy it from somebody who makes it. And I've been to the place who do that. And I'm like, holy crap. It's huge where they where they mix the dirt, make the mulch. It's insane. Yeah. Um, but all you got to do is buy from a distributor like that, have it put on out, you know, and in between like concrete stalls and then just load it up for them. And then yeah, now you and then have you know um, one thing I like I like house plants I love house plants um, I want to go heavy into house have like a nursery where I sell house plants outside plants fruit trees and vegetables 
and that that's be like you know, my main storefront. But then I still personally, for my own side hustle, do again produce for market, and then I kind of we'll just see where that goes. That may just end up being where I grow enough produce for me and my family, and that's it's still going to be for me. But the one big thing for me is in is I try to focus on is infrastructure because once shit hits the fan, you can't build infrastructure. You're just not going to be able to. So basically, use a business that is quite incredibly large, be built over time, to have a couple dozen greenhouses, grow houses, and nursery, and then all this stuff. And if I if okay, there's a food shortage, I can flip a switch and everything goes into full scale food production. That's pretty yep. much. That's pretty. My my long term prep is going to be a business I create. I'm doing the same shit, buddy. High five again. Yeah, I fucking yes, love you, man. You in Florida? You want to hang the fuck out, dude? If you're in Florida, you know. I, I am in North Georgia. The next time I pass uh, through Florida, I will find you. Dude, you come down <laughs> Space Coast. We're gonna hang the fuck out, dude. <laughs> yeah, because that's one thing that um I already know who I'm gonna who I'm gonna have to be my greenhouse manager because I don't want I don't want to have to do all that. You know, I work with. She was the other one who was going ham with me today, selling stuff. She was with me planting stuff. I'm like. Look, if I can get this, you've got a job. It's just gonna have a good team. Great. It's gonna take time for me to build it. And the people who I have that are gonna kind of head up, they do lawn care, but they also do hard landscape. And again, if I don't care if they are on the crew or they just run the, if they just tell people on the crew what to do. Again, I like to do it, but I like to do it for myself, and I like to do it the way I want to do it. So if I can go into someone's backyard and say, "This is what I'm gonna do." I'll do it, but if they have an idea, I don't. I don't really like to listen to their ideas because most of the time they're dumb. Well, you got to spin it so uh, your idea is their idea. Yeah, and I'm good at that. I just again, one thing I really kind of want to end my focus on is I have the business, but there are different subsects, and I just have employees that I can hopefully have enough business I can pay them well enough where they want to do their job and they do good at it where I don't have to really get involved as much and just they handle their own departments and they come with me if they need anything and I can kind of focus on you know my beehives I can focus on my market garden really food for my family and we're going to have enough land where we can sell a quarter and a half cows to you know close people we know you know, it's just handshake. You you pay half up front. You get half when I deliver you the meat. Um, right. Same thing with sheep, goats, pigs, chickens. All like you want your Thanksgiving turkey. I'll grow you your Thanksgiving turkey for half my family, and then right. the, the, it'll be it'll just all be word of mouth. Sure, so well, that's what you want, anyways. Yeah, yeah, you want those kind of people. Yeah, so they know what that, they're looking for when they come looking for it. And that that's kind of. That, that's what I feel like I was meant to do is everything I'm doing now. I cannot be any more grateful and thankful for being put on the path I am and given the passion for what I have been given. And again, thankful for the people who have gone with me along the way, like specifically my parents. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better parent. And that's kind of why I was late today. I was kind of making, I was just kind of, letting them know that because we just got a lot of family stuff going on and that just needed to be reassured. Right. Well, Annie, you've been the same, man. Better to share up your foundation. Yeah. Nice. Way to go, Grant. We're proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, what do you guys want to wrap on? Just uh, grow trees? Cultivate grow, a well, grow something. I don't care. Just grow something. Yeah, yeah I mean... Yeah, really. I mean, grow some things. If you can't grow things, you got to really like focus on, you know, to just do the spot hard work and put you some fruit trees in, put you some grapes in, you know, some shit that you ain't got to water, but every two or three days, if you need to, you know, after it sets, you know, it's like put you in something that's going to start taking care of itself eventually. And then you ain't got it. If you can't do nothing else, do fucking that. Cause like somebody's going to have to do, if we really talking about uh, what's going on around us, the inept, ignorant ass folks running shit. I just, I can't, I start cussing too much, but <laughs> so those people, right. They're going to break shit. I mean, it don't matter. Either one's in charge at this point. It's WWF. I'm done. As far as I'm concerned, my country of Florida, 
I'm all about a wall right between us. No offense there, bro, but Georgia. I just want one between us and Georgia. I'll just take my country, Florida. If you have a passport, I'll let you. I'll vouch for you, buddy. You can come be a refugee anytime. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, I just just hope and pray that Georgia grows some fucking – Balls. Holy shit. We we are a state surrounded by Chad states that's just gone complete soy. You look at Alabama, Tennessee, and Florida. I'm like, why can't that rub off on us? It's Atlanta. It's Atlanta is a cancer on our state, and oh, I cannot man. stand it. Man, when I had to drive through Georgia, I started singing Celine Dion and shit. It's just not good for testosterone in this state. <laughs> really? It, it, it ain't. It is so it's so bad. Fucking child folks. I love Georgia. <laughs> I don't know. It's honestly, it sucks. <laughs> it's just, it's just the climate here, really, kind of politically. I mean, our governor, he's a, he's a rhino. I feel like he's just a rhino. He, he, all, right, he, all right, all right, all right, Dre. Yeah, all right, okay. Next, Either way, next week we'll blah blah. Yeah, next week. Well, next well, we week we're gonna talk about Georgia. Right. See, it's not our fault. Your podcast only an hour. Exactly. Right. It's, this thing could be too easily. He could easy. Just, he could just mute himself and tell his computer to shut down in an hour, and we can keep going. I mean, I know, right? He's <laughs> go ahead. All right, Chicken Whisperer. Now that now that you just took a bite of uh, your your, your <laughs> product, why don't you go ahead and tell people where they can find you? Well, uh, y'all can hit me up at Twitter on uh, <laughs> my Rooster Whistle. Listen, <laughs> it's wild, so you never know what I'm gonna say. If you come <laughs> into spaces, I'll be there. Nice. Love it. My rooster what? His my rooster wisdom. I'll show you again. Okay. There you go. I found him. I think that's him anyway. I got my tweets protected because of my yep, business. I'm fucking too wild. So I like gotta call myself. That's you. I am homestead of pain. You can come check me out on Twitter. Not Twitter. Uh that too. But TikTok where I still have not posted anything in like four weeks. I stopped at 3,000 followers because I got tired of posting that stuff. Fair enough. Thanks, Grant. And I'm Matt, farmhoplife.com. Check me out. Got a podcast, do interviews, meeting up with uh, people I've interviewed. Follow them if you want them to last longer. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like his tweets. They dope. So follow. Uh, hey, I'd be all right. All right. Uh, we're probably going to rehash the uh, conspiracy thing next week. Yeah, we didn't have we didn't have a full house. We, we're uh, we're conspiratorial gardeners or something. I don't know. That yeah, man, that that'll work. That'll work. We we planting uh, seeds, right? Yeah, seeds of wisdom or something. There you go. Right. We dig the dirt of their their lies and plant the seeds. Truth. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time.